All right, we're ready to start in five, four, three, two. What is going down, everybody? It's NPC on episode Lord knows, because really, what was the last episode? What the fuck? Where you? <laughs> what the fuck? Where did he come from? I was not looking at my phone, dude. Me either, bro. Like, did McCoy like a whole fucking ninja. The fuck going dude. on? I swear to God, I'm like, is that yeah, me yeah, sounding yeah. like that? The fuck going on? Okay, if this is happening, this is gonna be an amped episode. Let's go. Let's right, go. Right, right, right. Okay, you are now tuned in to episode one. It's frozen whipped cream wary. <laughs> you are tuned in to episode one twenty two of Not Politically Correct. I am your boy, Real McCoy, a.k.a. Mr. What It Do, a.k.a. Young Splash God, a.k.a. No Cap Charlie, a.k.a. Smooth Job Johnny, a.k.a. Doped Up Danny, a.k.a. FBI Mike, a.k.a. Hip Hop Harry, a.k.a. Hallway Jones, because at one point I was a ringtone to somebody. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Real McCoy KPZ and Snapchat here and there, Real McCoy Rebel. Cody. Konnichiwa, bitch. Let's go, <laughs> Russ. <laughs> the barman, aka Smooth Fingers, aka Teddy Russ, aka Kid Universal, aka School Wars Q, aka the Progenitor, aka Russ the Bus. Miss Frizzle, and you can find me on the chatties of Snaps as Meh and Meh. Um, <laughs> or can it, or an ID of Candy Cupidity, C A N D I D underscore C U P I D I T Y. Idiots! I, 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 Captain. I, Captain. Optometry. Goddamn right. So, appa- right on Christian Bale. Apparently, <laughs> for the listeners' enjoyment, because I'm American Psycho, <laughs> we have we have a surprise guest today. Drum roll, please. It is. I'm gonna let him introduce himself to the people. Who are you, sir? What's going down, everybody? It's your boy CS, aka C Nova. You know I got you, aka Mexican Raiden, aka EDE, aka the Wonton Don, aka Mexican Raiden. Nigga, why is you hating? Were you Mike Tyson in that? Do you say ECE? EBE? Yeah, EBE. Yeah. I, I forget remember. why or where it came from, but it was hilarious, so it, I kept it. It came from me, pause. Uh, <laughs> I like the pause. I like the fact that he was like pause real quick. Like e- eject this. Send it back to Blockbuster. <laughs> so it looks like uh the Asian uh or Mexican Raiden. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh is tapped in with us today, so you're gonna be in for a hell of a I'm, show. I'm um, <laughs> please. Okay. But just to mention, just to let you guys know, um, we are on Facebook. We have a Facebook group that is not politically correct podcast. Um, you can join that group for all the craziness. We have a page yeah. you can like that is NPC podcast. Um, yeah. we are, <laughs> school boy, cute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Listen, we are on Twitter at not PC podcast and yeah. we are. We are on SoundCloud, uh, iTunes. Wait, yeah. not iTunes. <laughs> iTunes doesn't exist anymore. We are on SoundCloud. We are on the podcast. Yeah, that we yeah, on yeah. Spotify. We on Spreaker. We are on Google Play. Anything that you can type in and listen to, shit on except for title because they hate black people. We are there. We're on Reddit. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, 
Um, just go ahead and find us, listen to us, leave a comment. We won't read it, I promise you. I promise you we won't read it, but you can leave a comment because I know that makes you feel good about yourself. But now it is time for... Sports. Cody. McCoy, I know you're hyped for this. I am. I'm honestly going to... Hand you the keys. Um, I got a lot of notes on my phone, so I can reference some things. But I don't know where exactly you want to uh, start. Well, I mean, this is <clears throat> your section, so I don't want to take over. I was going to let yeah, you. No, you know. it's not. We've made that clear. You've interrupted me <laughs> plenty of times to talk about politics and Belgium <laughs> or something. I don't know. Man. I mean, I just wanted to. I mean, I guess Cody. George Bush hates second. black people. But he does. Um, <laughs> I, I wanted to. Yeah, probably, he said, "Still, he's, he's still he's racist." Texas. <laughs> no, nah, he liked that one lady, so you know. He <laughs> oh yeah, he be on her wood, bro. God damn. Um, I so guess they there wood. <laughs> I guess uh, the NBA <laughs> trade trade situation, Cody Ben. That was an intense last week. We had some crazy shit happening in the NBA, right, Cody? Uh, Indeed. We. I guess the the biggest thing was we seen Kyrie Irving get traded to Dallas. We seen yeah. Kevin. And I Dur- think without Luca, they won three in a row. Wow, really? You said without Luca? Yeah. Oh shit! That is okay. Well, that's that's dangerous because that means that that's just what they needed. And they got a they got a two part system now. Like <laughs> that's D'Angelo. Be- you know who's gone twelve in a row now? The Bucks. The Bucks. Oh yeah, Giannis. Nice. nice you nice. know, you know who sprained the right wrist? The Bucks. I mean, Giannis. Wait, he did. Oh god damn it. Yeah, he was talking shit to the ref too. It was funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, Giannis apparently is actually having the first three, ten, and five season since mm-hmm. Wilt Chamberlain. That is a nice. uh, that is a uh, epic. While shooting at fifty percent. While mm-hmm. while shooting at fifty percent. That's that's. That's what you got. Come on, man. Come on, it's man. Too Come bad on. he's you're broken right now. Oh man, I, I hope this doc leaves up leaves him you know out for the next like month or some shit. I was you know like a week. Hey hey hey! If Kobe can shoot above fifty percent an entire game left handed because he hurt his right hand and just wanted to throw a little fuck you. I think Giannis can do it. He's just be dunking on countries. Dunking on countries? God damn. How yeah, strong is this nigga? FIBA. Um, was a Greek god, so, you know. But anywho. <laughs> yeah, we got uh, Russ potentially with the Jazz. Uh, poten- you know. Yeah, pot- potentially, which is so weird. Because like, Cause there's a lot of... Well, you know, oh. I do a little little piano here, and this uh... <laughs> <laughs> is actually cold at basketball. I would not here. doubt if he actually played in the NBA. Well, thank you, I appreciate it. Wait a minute, you seen this nigga play basketball? Yeah. What well, the? F- not no. me yet. But like, this is one of those times again where TS has brought this up many, many times, and you just forget or care not to listen but you know you know the dates of when detox was supposed to drop for the third time yes yep i did and i do i uh, do speaking of which happy birthday to dr dre he is 58 years old 58 he's 58 you lying bro don't you know his birthday what the fuck right you're the one that's i don't i don't know his day there dick i don't (laughs) i don't know his i know he was oh i know he was like 55 i thought damn 58 
McCoy be like, guess who's back? No, really, I have Alzheimer's. <laughs> this is crazy. Whoa, holy shit. Oh, shout out to, to Doc Dre. Yes. So um, this is where I'm like, you you say it's my segment, but then here we go talking about music. Dude, you, dude, you shut up, the, dumb bitch. All right, says the nigga that brought the music <laughs> Gary Payton second went to the Warriors again. Back to the Warriors. Ish. That's another big potential. Right. Um, Josh Hart's going to the Knicks. John Wall. That's a up in the air kind of thing. Poor but John Wall. Yeah. So John Wall was in Houston. Um didn't like it there. So he got traded from Okay, so Russ Russell Westbrook and John Wall were traded. So Russ Russell ended up in um DC in the on the Wizards. And then John Wall, who had spent like eight or nine seasons with the Wizards his whole entire career, he ended up in Houston. He hated it in Houston. Um actually felt like he was not really a part of the team and Houston had Yeah, Houston sucks. Yeah, it had Where a <laughs> T.S. would know. Uh, yeah, sure. Say say what you want. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's not fun, T.S. If you don't you know join in the disparaging remarks about Houston. No. Um. So he then <laughs> he then bought out his contract and went to the Clippers, or had his contract bought out and then went to the Clippers. So it was like a really really weird. He bought thing. his own contract. <laughs> like it was this really weird thing where somehow he was bought. Like he wasn't bought out by the Clippers. Like he did something where it was. Um, so it wasn't the Clippers who actually paid to get his to end his contract. I don't know if he like if he took a pay cut to 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 his sell, T-Mobile to sell out the <laughs> to sell out the and rest now he owns contract. his own masters. <laughs> Back to music, <laughs> right? Degree. Um, but <laughs> stupid players. I love this. I love this. I love this. Okay, listen. So he ended up getting to the Clippers, which is where he wanted to be, and then the Clippers. No one wanted to be in the Clippers. No, the, no, no. no. The Clippers traded him back to Houston. Now, <laughs> then he gets waived by Houston. So now he has no job. Poor John Wall. I feel bad for him. And he's actually a Which, good... like, three days before that happened, he was just saying how, on a podcast, how yep. poorly they they were just, like, the team told them to lose, you know? Yeah. And he was, like, playing with no nobody. Man, that, yeah, that's insanely, like, crazy, like... Shout out John Wall. I hope uh, something happens for that. But there's another big trade that we have not mentioned yet. Yeah, we don't have to. Kevin... Are you talking about one of the bald guys? Baldini. <laughs> Baldini. Hey, so Baldini Durant has moved. Baldini. Baldini Durant has been Durantula. traded to the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, so he can bring them down too. <laughs> so apparently he does not like Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving. Um, but yeah, but you know who we got from the Suns is uh, Jay Crowder. Yes, sir. I was just gonna, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good music. <clears throat> <laughs> so we did get Jay, uh, Bucks did get Jay Crowder, and I'm kind of interested to see what that you know what he can do now since Giannis is injured, right? Um, so hopefully he'll you know we'll be able to get some some work out of this motherfucker. Yeah, Crowder, he's a dog. <laughs> um. What else happened? The Super Bowl. The Super Bowl took place, everyone. And we saw that. Uh, let's just skip right past LeBron James, huh? Oh, wait. We're talking about basketball. Oh, well, shit. Talk about LeBron James. Cody, please take okay. a <laughs> this, this, We might end on this because I don't want sports to go too long. But let's have this little conversation right here. Pros <laughs> and 
quant. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Hong Kong Fui. All right, uh, egg roll. Um, <laughs> LeBron James. LeBron. Past. Kareem Abdul Jacaptain <laughs> as leading point scorer. He has claimed himself as the greatest of all time in history. Uh, a lot of people are now agreeing with that. I'll, not all, a lot. Okay. Um, I recognize his greatness, but let me uh, let me lay down some uh, little facts going on here. Um, <laughs> oh, obviously, we can t- we can talk about the final stuff. You know, he has one four. Uh, wait, wait, wait! Um, Before you lay down the facts, just know that this is the exact reason why Nas is the queen of New York. What the fuck? Because McCoy had laid down oh. facts no, about no, 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 numbers no, and stuff. No, you're saying he, you, the, that thing was Nas sounded too much like Nas. No. Just, I, before you start like comparing me to someone who can't even read a Dr. Seuss book, why don't you just listen first? Oh okay? wow! Why did I catch the stray? Because the, wow! Because you were new to us before I did, so. Right. Damn. <laughs> bitch. All right, go ahead. Tell, tell these facts. How how many uh, finals did LeBron lose? Oh, all a of lot. Where he said all, all of them. <laughs> Kareem has won six and lost four. Duncan lost or won five and lost one. Ooh, damn. Uh, Bill Russell won 11, lost two. Ooh. Steph Curry won four, lost two. Kobe won five, lost two. Jordan, six and all. Obviously, I think there's another big list there going on. My biggest thing, too, though, is... There's a lot of people that he has passed in other categories, whether it be assists or rebounds or, you know, other scoring accolades or wins, you know. Yeah. In each game he has done that, his team has lost. What the fuck is up with that? Oh, yeah. That was that is weird. Like, even when he – they even lost the game he, he passed them. so caught up with his numbers and accolades but won't admit it because he wants to play off as the humble guy that he will sacrifice the team loss just to get his own personal achievements. Um, wasn't Russell Westbrook kind of like that shit too? Um, yes, yeah. absolutely. With the triple doubles. Yeah. My thing mm-hmm. is He's this. Stat padding. My, my thing is this. Um, <laughs> I don't recognize greatness for longevity. If that makes sense. Okay. Like mm. how long you, you know, fucking yeah. been in the league? Like that doesn't impress me to finally get to those numbers that people so have made. So what is Twain say? That don't impress me. Yeah, like <laughs> that others have made in kind of half the time or uh, a shorter time. That, that doesn't really impress me. It's a great feat. You know, I'm happy for him. You did it, but you did it and you took the long way to do it. And like like you said, Cody, the team suffered because of it. So I don't think that's all that and he, an achievement. Right, and he played that long, longer, yeah. and it took longer for him to do that than it did for Kareem. Man. Or even I saw a video where Kobe was talking about, man, I was, I'm was i still pissed to this day uh, about his like first year not being able to play as much because then he later saw all these, you could have gotten this for like points or mm-hmm. this and that. And he's like, man, if they would have let me play and I would have known that stuff. And that's why it still irritates me. I wonder if he let it go. You just don't, I don't want you to talk about Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> All right. <Amy. laughs> good, good, good. You know who else? Like, no, I just want. 
Um, <laughs> well, I I, I want to say this about LeBron James. Uh, I think regardless of how you feel about LeBron James, I definitely think, and I've always said this, that LeBron James is one of the greatest players. Um, yeah. Definitely, yeah. definitely, you know, if, if we're going to do it, if we're going to do like the top thing, I definitely say, you know, Jordan, LeBron, Kobe, top three. But even Kobe and Jordan would both say like, don't include me in that list. But there's so many people above me who I learned from. Right. Yeah. And different eras and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I Jordan took it a step further, and he was like, "I didn't have the chance to play against these guys. Exactly. That's what I really wanted." And that's that to me is a sign of greatness. Like he's exactly. he's not not like that. He's you know, he's not humble because sometimes he's not humble. He goes, oh, no. but <laughs> Jordan's, his Jordan's thing is asshole. always like the love of the game, the love of the competition, and wanting to prove that he could hang with those greats that he grew up watching. And that's yeah. kind of what separates him, Kobe from the other guys uh, because they had that mentality. Well, and that's something that this kind of is a two-way thing I want to talk about, too. Um, Kobe would say, like, you know, to get to the greatness, like, I would see what I could do. I would um, close my eyes and go to Goat Mountain, and I would talk to Kareem. I would talk to Jordan. I would talk, you know, go all these greats and stuff. But that reminds me, too, like, um, everybody's seen greatest of all time. Like, that is so difficult to talk about, and everyone's going to argue. Everyone. So what I really love is shout out Camille Tech Fowl. She brought up I think a couple of years ago that she now believes in goat tier, hmm. which in goat tier you have LeBron and Kobe and Bill Russell and you know and LeBron all the you know that's yeah. not like there's one above the other like that's a whole like tier section and then below that you got you know some others. I think that's a lot more accurate and better. Right, and I think that that is realistically. Because when you when you talk about these, you know, greatest of all time titles and things that we pass around to people, it's always going to be people from different era, you know, eras that were important to that time. Like e- even in the last past ten years, you have the you know Steph Curry's and LeBron's been you know important for like twenty years at, at this point. But like you know, you have these different time periods where in the 90s it was Jordan and then Kobe came in and kind of was important from the late 90s to the 2000s so you have to definitely you know and then things happen where the game changes because of Steph Curry the game is pacing is faster and people are shooting more threes and you know so there are different I think the but, tier but you, is, you keep changing the criteria so if you keep mm-hmm. a straight tri- criteria you can point out who the greatest is but people like to change criteria to, to suit their own opinions and that's what the problem is that's why you can't come out with a great is of all time because right. everybody has their criteria for what is great. Oh. So if there was a strict criteria for what is great, um, you would have the greatest of all time, and it might not be who you think it is. And so that's you why they, they don't do that. Yeah, you can't say, like, well, Steph's the greatest because of all the threes that he makes, but mm-hmm. then you compare that to Shaq, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. well, okay, but Shaq's the greatest because look at all dominating and the paint and stuff. It's like... Right. Yeah, it kind of goes back thing. to that to that Einstein quote where if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, he's going to think he's stupid or people are going to think that they're stupid. You know what I mean? Right. right yeah. Right. Man, that <laughs> this is that's kind of it's kind of crazy, man, to think about. But um, I, I, have... I mean, at the end of the day, it's just barbershop talk. Right. Pretty much. People, yeah. people <laughs> arguing about their favorite thing, whether it's food. 
uh, music, songs, sports, mm-hmm. sports characters, movies, uh, whatever. All I them mean. little, little seconds. Like, what <laughs> books, though? Dumbass Barbershop? No, it's one. <laughs> you know what? I don't think I've ever heard anybody bring up any books on a barbershop before. So, you really <laughs> argue books, though? Or you just suggest books? Suggest you know? books, probably. Okay. I'll probably argue about the context inside, like, you know what I'm saying? Well, I think they were saying this type of shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. What right. he really meant by one fish, two fish, or... <laughs> <laughs> That it was four fish and seven fish, head ass. Because in Soviet Russia, <laughs> we make friends with bear. <laughs> we make friends with bear. We give him vodka. Red bear, blue bear. Or right, should we talk about football or go to music? Well, before we before we go to music, I do want football. To football. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Football. Are you ready for some football? Yeah. So Rihanna did this uh, dope ass <laughs> show. Flopping around on her belly like a little fish out of water. Wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you really think I didn't watch it? Do you really think that show was dope, Russ? I mean, if you do, that's fine. I just want to know. It was impressive for um, the the style of it, Um, (laughs) the 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 choreography. um, I think it was actually pretty dope. Is it the greatest of all time as far as performances? No. Um, Could she have done other songs that people were kind of waiting for? Yeah. Was she pregnant? Yeah, so I get the reason why, you know, the shit wasn't as flamboyant as she usually is, but... Um, Episode 176, was she pregnant? Yeah. It wasn't a bad halftime show. Okay. okay. I agree. It wasn't a bad half. This, the worst half, one of the worst halftime shows I've ever seen is Black still IPs. the Black Eyed Peas, easily. Yeah. It was just no trash. But Rihanna was entertaining, at the same time, I've never seen Rihanna actually perform. I don't know if, if she's a dancer or if she's she one of those people like um, like The Weeknd. He's not a dancer. He's more of a theatrics whatever, which is why when he did the Super Bowl, that was all other people dancing and him just walking around singing. Yeah, Rihanna. But is, she's a dancer. Yeah, she, she, is. she is a dancer. She's actually yeah. more, to me, to me, to me personally, she's more of a dancer than she is a vocalist. A singer, yeah. Yeah, so she's... Mm. She reminds. She reminds. I think she got pregnant. Right. <laughs> doing those tricks. On, doing those tricks the yeah. For sure, not using her vocals. You're right. right. <laughs> um, the nigga came in the bedroom like, "Who the Gucci nigga with the girlfriend?" <laughs> she was humming on something that night. Had asked. Um. So yeah, I think I thought that that was a okay performance, but once I figured out, like, I couldn't. I didn't tell she was pregnant until after performance, and I was like, "Oh wait." She's pregnant? Like, it didn't really, I didn't dawn on me until I was on, like, Twitter, and people were like, yeah, she's pregnant again. I'm like, oh, wait, that's why she was Dude, barely some human. people got the eyes for that. They're like, oh, I see a little bump. Yeah, she's three days, you know, right, exactly. pregnancy. Like, right. hey. Yeah, dog, I didn't. No, nah, she didn't have the date written on her, on her suit. McCoy couldn't tell. <laughs> it was definitely red, so I was paying attention, but... I uh, <laughs> I um, I, I see. I was. You know, one movie with Helen Reddy. <laughs> I was confused though because I thought that baby was just born in December. Like I don't, you know, I wasn't. I was like, then they just had a baby, but they had a baby yeah. last year in May sometime. So I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. it's possible for her to be. I was like, it's like Man. four years old already. Right. Right. Ain't wait them six weeks or whatever, however many times he was like, I'm on it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, that was. Someone said that ASAP Rocky's the first. What is it, black guy to fuck a billionaire twice, or get her pregnant or something? Wait, the first black <laughs> yeah, guy, something like that. The first black guy to get a billionaire pregnant twice. Oh damn! 
that might be actually accurate though. I'm not gonna hold you. I'm not gonna hold you. That might be that might be right. Shout out ASAP Rocky, man, for laying the pipe where he's supposed to, I guess. For the coach. Except for still that one line where in that game album where he said, That's not a purse, that's a merce, which again is a man purse. So shut up. <laughs> why are you sorry about that? Dude, why would he, why would game even alone say that? Like, dude, not rewrite that. <laughs> Take your ass back in the booth. I don't think that redundant verse in my album. Man, um, so that's not a left sock. That's a right sock. Hit that. Like, switch them around, dude. If it's if it's Cody, we just know the sock is crunchy. That's all we know. I remember that, but it is not. They're right. pumas made of satin. <laughs> I don't even know what satin really is. I just remember playing satin doll and jazz band. Great, that's fucked up. How you have crunchy satin socks, dog, bro? That's just, <laughs> oh my god, that's bad. That's, Go talk that's about Kobe. Bad. You're talking about Kobe right now. I'm getting in the truck right now, heading down south. <laughs> down south. Pause. And them crunchy um, ass satin socks. <laughs> crunchy satin. That's the name of the episode. Crunchy satin socks. Thank you, T.S. Babe, <laughs> tell my friends my socks aren't crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one thing I wanted to say about, about the Super Bowl. Shout out to the the Eagles had a wonderful season, wonderful season. Uh, these mm. teams and and the Kansas City Chiefs as well. These teams were two really like identical teams in terms of like winning. Literally, because there's siblings on each side. Yep, so, yeah. Also had siblings on each side. It was, it was also the first Super Bowl where there were two starting black quarterbacks. Um, yeah, that was, during Black History Month. Yeah, right, so right, you, right. So right. Had the Super Bowl is anyway. Vernacular correctly, I didn't want to say like. Two two brothers on each side, but <laughs> <laughs> you, you could have just said singing in their color. <laughs> so two brothers and two brothers. Oh, okay. We're brothers. We're happy and we're singing <laughs> and we're not colored. Um. So one thing I wanted to point out about this. Um. So Pat Mahomes has won his second Super Bowl in the last uh, four years. Oh, you're on a nickname basis with him now. No, oh. you're that close. Um, but... Pat. Hey Pat. <laughs> How you doing, Pat? <laughs> P. Mahomes looking ass. He is uh again won his second Super Bowl in the last four years. I think he's only been playing a total of five years because he went to the Super Bowl his second year. Um, so in the half a decade, two Super Bowls, and he did something this season that was impressive. He he is the first quarterback um to do to win the regular season MVP. Uh, won the Super Bowl MVP. Led the NFL in pass touchdowns and led the NFL in pass yards. He, first, he's the player first. to win NFL MVP since Super Bowl in the same season and Super Bowl in the same season since 1999, which was Kurt Warner. Yep. Um, he has two Super Bowl champions, two Super Bowl MVPs, two MVPs, five-time Pro Bowl, and two-time first-team All-Pro. He is. For such a young little whippersnapper. Exactly, exactly. And the thing is, those th- those four things I just named, he is the first person to do it in one season, to do all four of those in one season. So he is really liter- quite literally the best quarterback in the NFL right now. So I think that Definitely is, better than Rodgers. Yeah, for sure better than Rodgers. Fucking mushroom doing ass. Uh, so I definitely. Well, now I, all of a sudden you hate drugs. Okay. Right. Thank um, you, Rogers, for teaching McCoy a lesson. You no, should have no. did that earlier. Drugs are bad. Hey, children, okay. drugs are bad. You don't believe me after that. If you're gonna do drugs, don't throw a football. Okay. <laughs> um, I just listened to that song last week. It's still fucking fire, Loki. Um, 
But yeah, I think that I just I, that's the one thing I wanted to point out about the Super Bowl is that what Mahomes is doing is basically he's like really <laughs> he is the new it guy, and I feel like I was we were watching this happen, but it wasn't until. I got those stats and I started to like analyze it and think about it. I'm like, man, this motherfucker really is the best. He really is the best quarterback. Like, and it's, it's cool to see, you know, it happening in real time because there's a lot of times we don't recognize the greatness as it's happening. Same thing with LeBron James and people being, you know, anti Bron and all that shit. But, you know, you don't. Yeah, since, since the uh, Super Bowl, I hear everybody calling Pat Mahomes, baby goat. <laughs> ba- baby goat. Baby, go do 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 do. No, I, oh I, lord, I could. Uh, <laughs> are you are you sick of uh, hearing that? Now that you have a oh, young we, baby, we do not play that here. <laughs> he said, "Fuck that song, Coco Miller." <laughs> um, but yeah, so we shout out. Show? No, we shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out Pat Mahomes. Uh, and I also saw um, Melvin Gordon is on the Chiefs, uh, and he he was a Badger, and uh, he so he got a uh, Super Bowl trophy with that. And hey. I said, what? I didn't even know he he was, like, for, uh, last I know that he was on the Chargers, I think he went to, like, I forget where else after that, and he was a kind of a no-name, so I looked up his stats and stuff like that, I'm like, he's on the Chiefs, but he's not, like, relevant. Damn. And now I see that he was quoted saying, I didn't do shit. I got carried, baby. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking a picture with the Lombardi trophy and a cigar too. Like <laughs> Well shit. Did he did he um did he actually get like any minutes in the bowl or No. Damn. <laughs> well shit, congratulations to him for getting his getting his ring for by being carried. Cause they get a <laughs> also in football they don't go by minutes. They go by plays. Well, okay. Thinking of basketball. Okay, that's fair. Home I, run. Did he? Did, was he a part of any plays? Is what I meant. Then there you go. I don't believe so. <clears throat> well, is there anything else you want to bring up about sports? Brittany Garner was at the Super Bowl too with her with her wife. So yeah, take this segment. What the fuck out here? <laughs> Rolling Stones died. No, I'm just kidding. Wait, wait, what? I'm kidding. I'm just. Oh god. No, I was like, I thought you were like. Using it as a transition with like somebody maybe minor in the group had died. Don't I got do- a few transitions to choose from. Um, <laughs> in conclusion, fuck Rogers. <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's do this. We were talking about Rihanna. Um, she got paid zero dollars to perform at the Super Bowl halftime show by the NFL, but did it for exposure for her brand. Over two, sorry, over twenty-eight and a half million people watched her Super Bowl halftime show. Think about this the next time you are too big to work for your exposure. And here's T.S. for complaining about something that's supposed to be positive. T.S. <laughs> so, did you hear that Kobe died? Wow. <laughs> See what I mean? What color? <laughs> Red. <laughs> Michael Jordan turned 60, so he donated $10 million to Make-A-Wish Foundation. He did, yeah. And John Cena still holds the Guinness record for um, <laughs> yeah. right. Chinese smoking by white guy. Lord Jesus. Okay. Uh, now it's time for Mickey Mickey, Mickey, Mickey music. So yeah, the sauce walk on over there. Right. <laughs> oh well, this is actually a funny that TS is here because. <clears throat> You'll see in just a second. Texas, the Lone Star State, is the home to almost 30 million people. 
Houston, the largest city in the state and fourth in the country with just over 2 million people, has had a major hand in hip-hop since the 80s. Home to legendary record labels like Rap-A-Lot that gave us Ghetto Boys and thus the great Brad Johnson, a.k.a. Scarface, to Swisher House. Artists like Mike Jones and Paul Wall. From DJ Screw and his chocolate screw. <laughs> no relation to John Wall. <clears throat> no relation to John Wall at all. He's actually white. From his DJ Screw and his chopped and screwed style of mixing music to lean culture to current day artists like Travis Scott, Max O'Cream, and Don Tolliver, Houston has kept its finger on the pulse of hip hop for years. Hell, even DJ Premier is actually <clears throat> from Houston. So he just, you know, does a lot of East Coast shit because he ended up, you know, moving up there and doing Gangstar and all this other shit. But DJ uh, Premier is from Houston. <clears throat> Roughly a decade ago, another artist emerged from Houston, from the Houston trenches, by the name of Sauce Walker. Now, while he doesn't have a lot of mainstream recognition, he has multiple mixtapes uh, and independent bodies, independent bodies of work. He also has a record label. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, the Sauce Family Entertainment. And they have uh, close to, I believe it is close to 40 total artists signed to him um if you actually want to know anything about that record label you should check out a million dollars worth of game podcast um <laughs> with wallow and gilly but he gets on there and he talks about it. it's kind of he's kind of a brilliant businessman so um a few days before christmas he gave us the third installment of his ghetto gospel mixtape series but just how good is this album okay <clears throat> so cody did not listen to it that's fine he sucks. I listened to a few tracks or so. Okay, hold on. Then let's let's start let's start with Cody then. Cody, what did you think about the few tracks you listened to? Go ahead and give us your honest opinion about Sauce Walker. I, I gave it this morning on the group chat. I'll just give my two worded review. It's Ruby Poop. Ruby Poop. Ruby it's red and it sucks. <laughs> then there That's you two go. words, right? <laughs> there, you, there you go. Okay, okay. Russ, what'd you think about Sauce Walker? Alright, so the yelling and shit was annoying, but the orchestration was pretty nice. Um, no bullshit, that shit gave me a headache. Um, the beast selection was chef kiss, though. Uh, I would definitely listen to an instrumental. He uh, looked like if uh, Anthony Hamilton rapped in Petey Pablo style wearing ODB clothes with McCoy's decibels. Um, Goodness. I'll give it a 7 on principle of the beast selection, and he did spit some rhymes, but the shit was so, like, I... I couldn't do it. I could definitely listen to the CD over and over if it wasn't that one dude talking on it. But okay, that's that's fair. That's fair. So he wasn't into his, his vocal tone, how he delivered deli- deli- the shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he said, "Yo, like, he need to do other drugs." I, I think it's coke. <laughs> he needs to calm it down. He don't it's lean. Right? It's lean. Oh man. Um, and it's funny that you mentioned that because we're gonna talk about that the lean shit in just a second. So you said mm-hmm. this solid seven. Okay. Okay. You gave it a seven. Cody gave it a mm-hmm. ruby poop. Um, T.S. is here today. T.S. T.S. How are you doing, T.S.? You good? I'm doing great, man. How about you? I'm good. I'm good, buddy. Listen, man. Did, <laughs> Glad did to you, be on the pod. I appreciate the invite. You know how you know how I go, man. We got I'm happy to have you. Let me ask you a question. Wait, did, yeah. did you get invited? Or are you no. crashing? <laughs> He's crashing. T.S. crashed. Cra- we can call him Crash Bandicoot. Um, so, <laughs> did you... eat bugs. Did you... The f- <laughs> that's such an accurate representation. Um, 
So, did you get to listen to the CD? Because I know you asked about it. I did. Oh, shit. Oh, my this God. Morning. And, yes, it was this morning. Well, damn, <laughs> nigga. Like, <laughs> right? I'm like, did he worst just... way to wake up. Bad hey, morning. No cap. When he asked it this morning, I'm like, well, I'm like, damn. When he asked that question, I'm like, I mean, it doesn't matter. You're going to hear the review in next, you know, on Wednesday. Why would you care? But, okay, so you crammed it in. be prepared for when he listens to the pod. All right, all right. Yeah, I listened to it about three times this morning. Damn. Three? Nigga? Damn, yeah, well, a lot of dishes to do. That, <laughs> Levi got up really early, so I had time. <laughs> yeah, time today. Yo. All right. Uh, That's a terrible girl. That I'm going to try to be unnamed this time. She I go to sleep, until... baby, go to sleep. I was worried about playing it this early in the morning because Russ was talking about how loud it was. I'm like, oh, man, this is not going to be a good vibe to wake up to, bro. But I'm going to see. I'm going to see. And I'm glad I did because I would give this album a solid eight. What? Yes. Yes. Okay. The real TS is also deaf in his left ear. Hey, matchy, matchy. Right. Sauce Walker is what Griselda wishes they could be. Okay, talking that shit. Talking that shit, T.S. album, I mean, talk with Russ saying that the beats were on point. They were. They were. It was like listening to a, a classic hip-hop album. Classic hip-hop album where they were taking nice samples with a simple drum beat, and they were just combining them together. But why I say Sauce Walk is everything that Griselda, everybody on Griselda, wish they could be, is that this dude had the production that I think Griselda wants, he has the storytelling. He was coming from the streets and just everything was just beautiful about it. I think the only reason why I wouldn't give it a 10, it, there's something about the album that just don't quite sit right. I mean, it's not all the way perfect, but it's definitely an album that I could vibe with over and over. The great, You know what? The reason why I wouldn't give it a 10 is because these are all just super long verses on every song. They're not... I like a structured song. I like having a verse, a hook, a verse, a bridge, you know, so on and so forth like yeah. that, where yeah. these are just long storytelling songs, which is okay, you know, but it's not something that I want to sit and listen to over and over so I could memorize it and then rap along to it. So because I can't see myself memorizing the songs and rapping along to it, I can't give it a solid 10. But I will give it a solid eight because it's a very, very good piece of work right on a sauce walker. Wow. Okay. I love I love this this interaction. And people have listened. Cody, when I see you, we're going to box. You just shoot the five real quick because you don't you listen. But we have TS to take your place today. Um. So the first thing. Shoot the five. Like how many feet tall I am. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first thing I'm going to talk about on this CD on this mixtape is storytelling. That's the first thing you notice about this tape is the storytelling ability of Sauce. The way he is able to bring the listener right to the trenches with him on every song is very amazing to me, man. I heard this and right away began to think of some of the great storytellers in hip hop. It reminded me of, and I'm glad you said like cl classic um, hip hop, TS, because it reminded me of like a ghost face killer, but with a modernized Southern twist. Yeah. Um, there are so many subtle yet like super visual lines throughout this project. One line that just really caught me that I really love. It's not even the best line, but I just love this uh, line from the song Wicked Child when he says, 
I'm leaving every poisonous thing that's in my direction. I'm off that drink. I'm in the gym. My body is perfection. My, my body is perfection. I'm punching it as if I'm in Tekken. This line is simple and easy accessible to the average listener, but it was just enough for me to, like, I feel like I could envision exactly how fast he's punching or, like, him being in the gym, you know, hitting the bag or how ripped he might be since he's gotten off the lane. But it was a simple line, but he does that consistently throughout. And he has some fire, like, fire punchlines, fire bars throughout this entire thing. But it's just the way he he tells you every single thing. You know what I mean? Like, even in the song uh, Brother Story, even in the, the song Brother Story, he talks about... Um, how they're being robbed, and he's like, when they pulled in, they didn't look to the left and over in the leaves. He's describing where the robbers were kind of posted at, what's going on, and how they hopped out. And he's like, he then he uses it, he has a line where he says, um, "You wait too long, and then that now that pistol smack you in your makeup." Meaning he got hit in the face. Like it's the way he just uses like puts shit together is so I don't know something about the way he writes, and I'm like, this is very. I can see exactly what's going on here. So I just, I loved it. So um, he wears makeup and the untug wears dresses. Uh, <laughs> wow. I think the story was about a guy getting robbed. And since he was acting like a bitch, he was saying. What, a trainee? Uh, or is it a he, she, they, they're them <laughs> situation going on? Um, it's a scared ass nigga. So <laughs> he might be a trainee. I don't know. Uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I want to say that. I will actually uh, take that. Maybe. No, we're not taking that out. Anyways, it's really <laughs> songs like brother story where he talks about two guys getting robbed together or who I am or excuse me, who am I where he describes a woman whose life was pulled down because of the man she chose in both. He gives us these fully fleshed stories from top to bottom that have no plot holes are fully fleshed out, fully thought out. He is an amazing writer and this tape showcases that man. Um, and I think it's funny because I always talk about the best rappers being slick talkers. Right. And, if what he's saying is true in his interviews and shit, he was at one time a pimp. Um, that was like his bread and butter um, was pimping. And it's just funny to me because niggas that can talk that talk always rap well to me. So the next thing, next thing about the CD, Sulfur Production. Um, this is something that you notice right away as well um, is the production of this record. The reason is because it's very minimalistic and stripped down production style. However, um, it's so sample heavy, and I mean like most, if not all of the tracks, but this creates a very cohesive sound for this whole body of work. I was trying to figure out who produced this and I, and who might produce for Soft Walker just in general and couldn't put a name to the producers or producer at all on this. I just know I felt wrapped in like once I heard songs like Black Kings, Peace Treaty, Peace Treaties is so, uh, such a good beat um don't play me and that they all have these like style of like layered vocals from the sample record that serve as the melody and i love that like you hear the singing and like they don't strip it down too you hear his vocals over the singing and so they don't rip the the you know that vocal sample out that rides as the melody in most of these records um, you get a vibe or energy of the song because of the sample. And it's so dope because it's just, that's like good hip hop production 101. So once again, we're getting to the classic elements of good rap. The third thing, man, is feeling, dude. The uh, That's like the main piece of greatness here in this tape is the feeling in his vocals and his delivery. I know Russ said he's, <laughs> this nigga's like very loud, which is, you know, he is. Um, 
but this is what actually pulled me into this in this body of work in this project because I went to listen to one record that was on the album, Wicked Child, it was mentioned on Twitter, and then like I left it on and um, ended up getting to I dropped it. I dropped it. The way he told that story of being addicted to lean and how it's part of the culture down there, but it almost cost him his life made me play it back to back about three times. And all, now I'm saying this in, in all seriousness. I was so wrapped up in the intensity of the feeling of that song, of that record that I was nearly brought to tears as a long standing fan of hip hop culture. There are only a few songs that have literally made me cry. The last song um, the most recent song was Black Boy Fly by Kendrick Lamar circa 2012. That was the last time I heard a record. I was like, damn. This... Um, you can just say 2012, not circa. Uh, okay. Thanks. Circa means like, I don't know, so about around this time-ish, give or take? Um, you know? yeah, it was about, because I don't know if it was 2012 when I first heard it. I think it might have been 20... It was, but the album came out in 2012, <sighs> but I didn't have the... Anywho. This is why LeBron sucks. I'm <laughs> This speaks to the art that Sauce is producing because music is made for us to feel something good, bad, happy, sad, but to move emotion through self-expression of the artist. I feel like that's the true purpose of art. And as such, Sauce Walker has has figured that out and is creating good art as a result. Overall, this is a very unique body of work. There's a lot of real-life issues being spoke on and worked through on this mixtape, which is why I thought Cody might... Cody is not a big fan of, I mean, if you guys listen to Pi, you know he's not a big fan of, you know, kind of rappers talking the self-destructive. He's more more of a J. Cole, you know, kind of that type of rap. If you really Good listen, yeah. if you're really listening to this, he's giving you that 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 same shit. Um, Sauce is talking about the black black man and woman's plight and speaking on everything from ways to overcome drug addiction, drug addiction to transitioning from street hustle to building legit businesses. I feel like in that message, then I'll take your word for it. But I feel like how it's presented is not my cup of tea. Gotcha. Either, you know, yeah, no, for sure, for sure, for sure. And everything, you know, different, different strokes for different folks. To keep sure. it the blicky icky. <laughs> uh, while this is amazing to do on his part, there are also it is also one of the biggest downfalls of this tape. Okay, while these songs can be deep and also very necessary in rap the constant back-to-back records of dark and semi-depressing topics can make this tape come off very heavy-handed in giving the message to the listeners um after counting there are only two songs literally i counted this there are only two songs slap holiday and good coochie uh, <laughs> that <laughs> that switch the topic to something that is more lighthearted. now while i have definitely played this album back to back like T.S. did this morning, it is likely going to be really hard for the average listener to want to play this nonstop, man. Uh, also, and this is the biggest thing T.S. mentioned, and I'm glad he did. Well, see, yep, go ahead, go ahead. The album isn't for the average listener. Okay, okay. It's it's called the Ghetto Gospel Three. <laughs> it, it's it's not radio pop hits. 2023 like it's not for the average listener it's not for those people this is for the cat that grew up in the hood and saw niggas come up on lean or this is for the niggas in the hood that uh was looking at the cars pointing at them going yo that's my whip no that's my whip you know what i'm saying it's for 
those cats. It's not for the average listener to vibe with. And I think that's perfectly fine. Yeah, for, for sure. I don't for think sure. that's a negative at all. I think he, for the target audience, for the audience he is targeting, I think they're going to vibe with it just fine. Yeah, for the target audience, you said it. Okay, okay, okay. Well, you know, I didn't think about it like that, but all right, T.S., shout out to, shout out to T.S. for being here today. I like it, I like this. Um, also, that's all right. <laughs> also, and this is my really my biggest gripe with this tape is what T.S. said in the beginning, is the fact that no song except Good Coochie has an actual hook or chorus. Yeah, and even that song, the hook wasn't even all the way there. It's like, you struggle with hooks, huh? Right. <laughs> this is why you rap one verse the whole beat. <laughs> Dude, it made me so mad because I'm like, oh, he got, oh, he said in the chorus, and then it was falling off beat. And I was yeah. like, oh, <laughs> my God, bro. I'm, that was pissing me off. You know, y'all know. I'm a, listen, if you can't be on beat. Electricity, PBS Mysteries. Right. <laughs> that was more on beat than that chorus. Oh, God, dude. that was <laughs> <laughs> dude that it was it was and i liked the i actually liked the chorus but i'm like can you just hold on he was like trying to say it too fast i'm like nigga just wait just <laughs> he was like like i'm like whoa just relax i feel like you're trying to get to the word good coochie too much just say the other say the other pieces in you know, a synchronized like way, like just let let the beat play. What you're describing it's like he's the guy that cuts you off in traffic just to get you to meet up with him at the red light. Like, hey, we're at the same spot. <laughs> How's it going? Dude, so kinda. It was no for sure. It was like it's like he was like, oh, I got a chorus. I can't wait to say it again. Like that's what I feel like it was happening. Uh, this the the song. Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> the songs are structured as one long story. This can make it hard to ride to, and but I've done. But I, listen, I've rolled to this album like consistently for weeks. Um, but but it can't right pause. But it can make it hard to like ride around to or to enjoy because there aren't many actual songs on the tape. This is a critical part of why this tape feels like it is uh, incomplete to me. I have a lot of respect for Sauce um, making this tape. Touch, you know teaching us about everything from financial literacy to the pearls of street life. Like this shit is dope to hear and to hear it well, because there are a lot of niggas that make conscious music, but it sucks because the music sucks. But I need this to be done in a way that is musically more inclined, just a little more. Um, I give this project me a solid seven um, because it is good, but there is work to be done that to make this appeal a little more to be digestible to more people. I do think what T.S. said and what T.S. was saying, it did make me kind of reflect on that sentence that I wrote. And I agree. I agree that for his target audience, this is probably this is probably perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah, everything ain't for everybody. Right, right, right. So I'm not knocking it for that as you know as much. I'm not going to knock it for that. Let him talk next time about, have a track about that one time, like when you're a kid and you play baseball, but then it's like really hot that day and then your mom comes and she drops off hot pizza, and you're like, oh, but mom, I really want an ice cream because it's hot out. See, that would hit for me. Stupid dog. I'd be like, I get you, mate. Soster, Soster Flame. Is that where you learned how to do bat tricks? I don't know if this is a dumb episode. 
We're going to pick today of all days, not yesterday, not tomorrow. But <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go back to that. But I just want to say this. So while this is not a perfect, not perfect, he's headed in the right direction and just needs to add a few more ingredients to the sauce. Ah! Uh, 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 uh. Maybe he'll do nice. something with Freddie Gibbs, like Alfredo too. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, this is that was his project. But Alfredo? now it's Walker, or uh, Summer Walker. Summer Walker flame. We don't shit. want her sauce. Uh, we don't. Okay, fair. That's fair enough. Uh, oh, we question. are committed. Okay. The last <laughs> album that we um, reviewed from Mike Post. Mike Posner. Mike Posner. <laughs> Did he have hooks on those tracks, or were they just stories from beginning to end? I feel like they were. I don't know what you mean by <clears throat> hooks. He had one, like, hit song, that one with Jesse J. Like and then the rest chorus. were like. He means like a chorus. Yeah, like a chorus. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, on the last album where. Um, yes, he did. Black Bear or whatever his face was. I thought he did. Screwed his girlfriend, did. that one. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he did. I, he, I feel like, he and he did. actually just released a new song the other day, um, and it's really nice. Howling at the Moon. It's got some girl on it with her. I don't know if she's like an up and comer or what. But it better not be Skylar Gray. Nice. We hate her. No, I never heard of her. <laughs> um, <It's> not, <laughs> an up and comer from like 15 years ago. Right. <laughs> um, yo, I think it did, but but I see what you were getting at, T.S. And I will, I want to say this: if it didn't have it. The only reason why that might work, but I, again, I think I think it did. But if it didn't have, you know, hooks, the only reason why that might have worked better than this is because every story, it was like a concept album where every story was mm -hmm. connected. So you were going through what happened it to was, him that day. Yeah. Yeah. One story, I get it. Right, right. Every song was, you know, part of a congruent, you know, story. So so this, this Sauce album is like Good Kid, Mad City without any... Music? It's not. It's, it's not. So What's it's, the word I'm looking for? Music? It's just, it's a bunch of, it's like an anthology almost. It's just a bunch of random, it's like American British Horror Story. British Britannica. American History Horror Channel. Story in, in like album form, where like every song is a different story about something. Definitely different. sound like a horror story. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we can see that Cody's not a fan of Sauce Walker. But um, yeah, it's like a, every every single song is a different story. Um, very much, very much depressing though. Very, like very, very much depressing. If you, if you're not in the like right mindset, but it, man, it'll, it'll, it'll bring you to, it'll bring you some emotion, man, for real. But enough such of, a good album. It, it is good. It is good. And I'm glad that I, you know, tapped into it because, so you know, I want to go back and hear some of his other shit as well. I Same. Got some, I got some, T.S., I'm going to send you over a couple of singles too. Cause I got some shit that I stumbled upon after the fact from this and he be rapping his ass off. So. But now it's time for Russell Prosity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's talk about something crazy. Yay! And not for a long time because who knows who's listening. <laughs> um, so I'm pretty sure we're all familiar with cancel culture. Um, mm -hmm. The last couple of years, there have been different acmes and zeniths in this trend that's pretty much gone almost full crusade. Um, it seems like every little thing gets canceled nowadays, except for a lot of things that should. Um, trends really seem to kick this cancel culture in the ass, which is funny to me. Um, 
One case in point is Dave Chappelle. We always talk about Dave Chappelle. It seems like he is truly uncancelable. What <laughs> 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 um, could say because he's a comedian um, fuck him. and one of the best um, in the business um, here or in the past um, that the spotlight saves him. Um, his fans protect him. Uh, unlike Will Smith, uh, which seems to be damned if he does or doesn't, because right. um, <laughs> the world constantly degrades him of how Stinkit treats him um, and, d- and doesn't respect their relationship, also being a grooming predator, but that's another argument for another day. Um, but also, they we turned on him, and I say we as the world, turned on him when he stood up, quote-unquote, for his wife uh, to slap her around the world, right? So minor occurrences seem to have the limelight for longer periods of time where um, there are actual actions that deserve cancellation that seem to slip out of the public's eye fairly quickly. Um, We've been quick to cancel Ye for his many episodes and disturbing rhetoric, but somehow he still has free reign when it comes to, like, press and publicity. Um, I know we've had our discussions just about Kanye and, you know, um, Cody has been kind of like... Um, one of the the more prolific speakers about um, him needing help, <laughs> uh, but he does seem to uh, suffer I'm from severe over him now. <laughs> severe mental issues and genuinely needs some some counseling and therapy. Um, but as we often tend to do as a people, as a culture, um, we we make fun of and write off people um, as crazy. Uh, one of the best quotes about that. I heard from Dave Chappelle when he um, had one of his interviews when he came back, he was like, everybody just called you crazy. Um, He uh, made reference to when Martin Lawrence um, had his episode and he was like, people just write you off and 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 call you crazy. They don't try to see what's going on. They don't try to investigate, Um, which is interesting to me because we, we, we tend to hold these celebrities, um, on a pedestal. We're always in their business. We're always trying to figure out what's going on with them until it's something that is a reflection of the darker sides of humanity. And then we just write them off. That's crazy. And it's something too, where it's like, this has been a rhetoric that has, uh, you know, has a lot of different phrases to it. I think mm-hmm. the Bible has some too, but it's like, you know, don't, don't, uh, throw casting a stone thing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. anywho, yeah. <laughs> but I just heard recently, like a different way to put it, that is, uh, you know, you look at your neighbor like they have a splinter in their eye when you have an entire log in yours. Yep, that's Bible too. Damn. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, actually said rise that. of the Bible. Bible. <laughs> yep, Jesus Damn. actually said that. Who, um, who be coming up with these goddamn sayings in the Bible? That's very, very violent of them. But that one, I think um, the Lord. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was part-time carpenter, part-time gardener, wasn't it? Jesus, <laughs> the Lord, part-time carpenter. <laughs> yeah, that's for all you Dan Cook fans out there. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for that. I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, but you know, does he deserve to be canceled for some of his antics and outbursts? <laughs> Most definitely, but this same energy is not pointing to individuals that should be just as canceled, if not more so. Um, you remember Kevin Spacey? He was like, a yeah, topic for like a month. Yeah, wasn't he like uh, <laughs> that's pre- a pedophile or something like that? 
Yeah, a whole predator. Um, plenty of sexual acts have been charged against him, but have have you seen any recent news regarding his trials mm-hmm. or proceedings? No. Like no. I literally had to like Google search the shit to see like what the fuck happened to dog. Is he in jail? Right. No, he's still going through the trial process. Jeez. <clears throat> As of the end of January, he was still going through the trial process, and he just pled not guilty to all of the act. I think it was five out of the seven sexual acts he's charged with. Um. So that's how that's going. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, on the, the carpenter. Side, so still, the still inconclusive. <laughs> the carpenter. Yeah, still inconclusive. Even though they they brought out plenty of evidence, and somehow some of that evidence seems to have vanished. Um, yet they kept R. Kelly and Bill Cosby constantly at the forefront of the news. Do I feel like they got what they deserve? Absolutely. But make it straight across the board. I get that money is the determining factor in a lot of cases due to being able to mass more protective resources. But people really like to pick and choose which villains they want to support or condemn. Mm-hmm. For sure, agreed. Yeah, and also Bill the Cosby and R. Kelly proved that um, just because you have money don't mean that you're gonna be safe. You gotta have the money and you gotta have the right color. Well, yeah. really that's and the right juice. They should have had justice against them a long time ago. And yeah. R. Kelly's been given chance after chance, too, you know? It's yeah. not like, oh, he got slapped on the wrist good that one time. Like, no, this... And, and whoever's in power with all the money, Hollywood and stuff like that, like, they're... Right. Like, if anybody else, you know, they would... No, I don't agree that they had their just dues. I think it's got to be a lot worse, you know? Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I think, I think that the people, the higher up, the more power, the more money you have, the more almost it should be made an example of because of the simple fact that you got away with it on the basis of having that much money. Like you got it, you were able to get away. R. Kelly was able to do this shit that he was doing in front of people, in front of the world for like 30 years. Mm-hmm. Harvey Harvey Weinstein was able to do like motherfuckers was mm-hmm. in the in the movie industry. Bill Cosby, he Bill said Cosby. the shit out loud on interviews after interviews, but niggas want to wait till okay, <laughs> OJ to released a whole book said, uh, "What if I actually did it?" And then no, this nigga been in jail like, seventeen said, times. I actually did it. That nigga is stupid. <laughs> Dude, he is retarded, bro. Like wow. <laughs> the Jews definitely can't concentrate because right. what the fuck is wrong? <laughs> I think he said the Jews. <laughs> the J- <laughs> All right, Kanye, hold on, man. Uh, <laughs> the juice definitely can't concentrate. I said a glass of juice, not gas the juice. <laughs> the views and opinions expressed by looking ass. But The yeah. views and opinions expressed by looking ass. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Who is that man? <laughs> well. <laughs> That's T.S.'s brother. <laughs> <laughs> looking ass. Sit on bottle. <laughs> I thought just you were gonna on. say something more, McCoy. I'm sorry. Oh, no, <laughs> it was just—it was just—I was basically people who have money get away with too much shit for too long. So I do think that they should be made an example of because the, it, if it comes to the little people, they get like me, like get, Cody, like Cody, like Cody. If Cody was to do some pedo shit, um, you know, just oh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Listen here, chicken rapist. We know. We know. Here, you turtle fucker. Uh. Yeah, but, but like he would, you know, they would, throw, they would throw the book essentially at somebody who didn't have the money to like, or the or the stack. Not even. The, oh no! Like Cody left. You said what? Cody left. Yeah, because oh, fuck back. you. 
Wait. <laughs> Rage quit the pod. <laughs> Oh, man. But but you're right that that money and resources seems to overpower justice um, and the legal system. That being said, Catholicism. Um, this is where it may get rough. She said, um, <laughs> Catholic priests have been damaging little kids for the longest, and you can't tell me the trend isn't continuing still, even without them being in the spotlight. Um, one comedian said that they play hide the pedophile instead of seeking help for the individual and, uh, and for the child also. Uh, they would rearrange or send the particular priest to a different parish, whether it's in the same county, state, yeah. country. Um, they would just rearrange the shit. But it's, you know that's not just limited to the Catholic Church. It, it happens across the board in a lot of different organizations, a lot of different churches. Um, the Catholics just had more time in the spotlight for a period. I feel the church in general needs to invest um, in the in the um, industry, as well as invest in a few members in their uh, respective congregations who have the spirit or gift of counsel, and send them to school for behavioral courses, uh, behavioral health courses, psychology therapy, and counseling to better improve their ability to minister to people, because that's what the the main goal should be. Uh, but again, that's another tangent to be explored further later. Um, the fact of the matter is that. There are people in higher positions um, who may have higher pay grades, which still um, is fucking crazy to me as far as the Catholic Church goes. Um, the way the people just give money and give their life insurance and shit over to the church is ridiculous. Um, Joel Olstein. Right. That they can just do whatever they they feel like they can do and there's no no real viable consequence for it. <clears throat> Speaking of pedo shit, um, Tiffany Haddish and Aerie Spears. <laughs> Did y'all remember this whole incident? Yeah, that really came and went, bro. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that was, was weird. Was it him and someone else, right? Uh, it was Tiffany Haddish and Aerie Spears. Yeah, Tiffany Haddish. I was going to say Lizzo. I'm like, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she was too heavy for that. Um, <laughs> uh, so Jeez, quick summary for those who don't know. Um, I don't know if it was leaked or there purposely, but they shot an unfunny, which wouldn't be out of the ordinary for those two, a comedic sketch about the spine of a pedophile. Like, the shit was disturbing at best. Like, it was like Hannibal meets um, uh, what the fuck is dude's name? Uh, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer meets Catholic priest. Like, it was just weird as fuck, yo. Yeah, that is... Yeah, she said that it was supposed to be um... What do you call it? No, I don't like, want to call it an infomercial. No, I don't <laughs> think she said it was supposed to be funny. It was supposed to cast a light on the fact that you shouldn't leave your kids around everybody. So it wasn't supposed to be funny. No, they said it was supposed to be comedic. That's what they really said. Yeah. Ooh. And that's what made it worse. Like, what the fuck? So they tried to ch- <laughs> they tried to change it once it came out. They tried to flip it like, okay, this was supposed to be something positive for the community. Head right. Ass, like, like, the shit was disturbing the best and really killed the career for those two, and I say career lightly. Um, <laughs> well. <laughs> but it brings up the, 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 the thought that are there subjects that are off-limits in comedy? Like, I can't really say. I think we really try and use comedy not to belittle a situation or circumstance, but soften the blow and jumpstart the healing process. But this case was clearly a lack of comedy and a whole load of disturbia. I feel like when you when it comes to things being, like, fodder for comedy, right, um, 
it got like stand up comedy is kind of like it is a commentary almost when you're doing stand up. It's almost like you're talking with people about these topics, good, bad, you know, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. When you when you start doing like sketch comedy and shit like that, and you start actually using children in the sketch comedy to like, right. you know what I mean? Like that's that's weirdo. When shit. there's like a surplus of midgets everywhere. Yeah, ex- um, exactly. You could have did anything outside of actually have a child being right. playing this com- comedic sketch. Like it's not. And what, it was awkward and just weird and yeah. just like, ugh, what the fuck is this? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. So. Um, how about this one? Uh, uh, how the fuck is it? Uh, Balenci- uh, how do you say this? Balenciaga? Balenci- 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 yeah, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> no, Balenciaga. Uh-huh. <laughs> New Balance, bitches. Um, <laughs> Uh, another instance of a lot of shit not adding up or the math not mathing. Oh, uh, yeah. I know. Okay. So if you don't know. Um, the B word had a new spring campaign they were promoting in the fall, winter of last year, I want to say. Uh, the line had young children carrying teddy bears that were dressed in all kinds of BDSM outfits. Like, uh-huh. yeah, like the shit was way wetter than, than any outfit Kanye came up with. And not so much. They either. really built a bear. <laughs> Which is funny because if you know the context of uh, the word bear, especially in yep. the, uh, the alphabet community, that shit is, <laughs> is crazy. <Big> <laughs> um, but it was like the whole coolest monkey in the jungle thing, but way mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dude, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's ex- that's exactly these... what I thought of when I seen it yeah. too, bro. That's exactly what I thought yeah. of. Yeah. But the funny thing is, to follow their obligatory apology, we're sorry that we got caught shit. Um, Yeah, that we got caught. The next ad they had had, like, a new bag or some new product, and it was sitting on top of court documents regarding a case dealing with child porn. Like, this shit was like... And and they've been... um, They've been uh, uh, approached and talked about um, regarding their continued... um, social violations basically um of using children or things pertaining to children um a lot within the last couple of years um at least they've come to light wow. the last couple of years so uh, go ahead so the fact that you say continued like i've been preaching right. lately that <laughs> you're not sorry if you keep doing the same thing over and over again and when you're sorry you change your behavior to show that you're actually sorry right you know? Right. Yeah. Which is why I said the obligatory. Yeah, but then your friends say that you can't be a good guy. So exactly, (laughs) because you can't, because you don't change your behavior. Yeah, T. I was gonna say, T. S. This ain't the time for you to uh, chime in there, because you, (laughs) you kind of just do everything the opposite of what we just said. So, (laughs) love you, bud. But I'm right. a good guy. You keyed my car. Right. <laughs> like it looks like a flower. Look at it, man. <laughs> but what it's if hard. I light this on fire? No, you're still using fire. That's bad, bad, bad. Like <laughs> there's holes in my car now. Free air conditioning. It's right. winter time. Right. <laughs> good guy. Well, well, maybe we should start a fire in here. Right. Exactly. Oh, right. Right. Oh, <laughs> Let me help you out with that. No. no. But it's it's is it strange that it was kept quieter than the whole Wayfair thing? Oh, with them uh, hiding children in the cabinets mm-hmm, to be sold off to the highest builder. Have we has that been confirmed? Like was that actually a thing, or was that just like some urban legend? Or like has this been confirmed that they were selling putting kids? Why's it gotta be urban? I'm just they were, uh, <laughs> it was confirmed that they caught 
uh, a few of the items containing contraband. Um, they didn't <laughs> confirm or deny the shit, but it certainly just randomly disappeared. Damn, dude. Oh, dude, random. You know, remember there was uh, like a year or two ago, there was, um, maybe even a few years further than that, where they said like J.P. Morgan and Chase, or no, Circa, or what? <laughs> right, uh, Wells Fargo, or it was either them or Wells Fargo. I think it was Wells Fargo actually. Like had a boat that had like kilos of coke on it like they were like shipping money but they were also shipping coke with the money that was a story that came out i feel like it was like it was uh <laughs> um chase chase yeah chase bank they were yeah, like they owned a ship that was uh, seized like uh, like a billion dollars in cocaine or some shit like that yeah 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 it was their money and then also a bunch of cocaine accompanying the money and it's like this is the episode where we found out that McCoy changed his career path to become a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> look at me, look at me. He's, he's, a, <laughs> he's on a raft being like, gang, gang, bitch. <laughs> you better start believing in pirate stories because you're in one. But I was going to say, the cool thing about that is I get to wear bandanas even more. So, yeah, I might be. Might have to be one <laughs> even more. Them. Right, even he's more. Like 12 of them on one wrist. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> a blood and a crip and a carpenter. Okay. And a... <laughs> Hurry up, <pull> right. <laughs> but yes, that is uh the the way shit. But shit like that happens, and then all of a sudden we just don't hear about it anymore. Like after like right. a month, it's just done. Like and bro- now there's UFO balloons from China. Right. Like yeah. <laughs> oh, That's look good. at that. Look at that. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> take some pictures. Uh, like look, a squirrel. <laughs> right. Um, but seriously, it's getting to the point where if you're not paying attention now, when are you going to? Yeah. There are so many fucked up things happening in real time right in front of our lives, right in front of our eyes, and we continue to be oblivious to it. The shit is aggravating depression, yo. Yeah, for sure. History repeats itself. Mm-hmm. You know, like- and, and someone, I forget, that was on here. Yeah, McCoy, you, you brought that up in the group chat. Uh that Jefferson said that yeah. every few decades or generations every generation. you're supposed to kill your government or something. I mean, but, <laughs> tyranny or something, you know, every, overthrow. Yeah, every so Thomas Jefferson said in a quote that every generation there needs to be a revolution. You need to like over, literally overthrow and start over because if you keep the same people in power, then they basically pass down the same exact ideas to the next generation. Every generation is going to be different. When's the last time we had a revolution like that? Because we still have people saying, oh, that's unconstitutional when our founding fathers wrote our constitution in order for it to be changed because it should not have the same rule for 200 years or more. All four of them said that too. Right, exactly. So it's it's really, it's really, uh, like it's a fucked up situation because I think about you know, I've been thinking about this in my head uh, for a, a few, for a while now, and I guess I'm gonna bring it out here on the pod. Whoa! Oh man! For the longest time. <laughs> I was like, "What the you, fuck is he doing?" <laughs> I thought we got pirated by another radio. Like, what's going on? <laughs> NPR. NPII. Captain, look at us. So. January, the January 6th incident, right? Um, where they oh, the storm in the Capitol, thing? yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. 
I don't know. We're just gonna get the who gives a shit. This is NPC. So I have always thought that that was both bad, bad, horrible event. However, also very nece- necessary to a degree. And here's why. I bet you a Trump supporter. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Listen to me. Once McCoy gets rich. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to what I'm about to say. He has to get rich. He already voted for him. What? Shut the fuck up, Tia. Get your ass off the pod. (laughs) This has not been episode 121. Uh, Whatever the hell. Um, (laughs) Tell us more about why you support. Nope. uh, Shut up, T.S. Just shut up, T.S. Shut up. Listen. Mm -hmm. What happened that day. Mm Mm-hmm is necessary mm-hmm. i think to because every there should be a revolution every generation i think america is one of the places where we need some type of like switch flipped however the group of people my issue is the group of people that did it there needs to be that type of shit damn near does need to happen i know it's scary i know it's like what the fuck but it doesn't need to happen but just not by those people it should be people that think and i and Anybody can come what do you and mean say those people, huh? Um, uh, honkies. Right. <laughs> what? what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, damn near. But listen, same what, look what, like. what, I'm saying that he, it saying needs, he doesn't support the 3D crisp white strips what? storming the <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> storming the Capitol. The saltines, the, the saltines that did it. Yeah, I don't. I think those, the Proud Boys, saltines. all those fucking the, the Trump support. You know, those people that think and rationalize shit. And the way that they do, those motherfuckers obviously. The big W word. The The, the, (laughs) (laughs) weetons. No, I think that what they did, them doing it is not what we need. But that type of action to push along change by people who are actually maybe a little bit more sane, good hearted, and actually have the interest of the, the real people in their you know in the back of their minds and so what you're saying is do something like that don't do that but do something like that i'm saying that the right people need to be doing something like that the people who are really and and this is where it becomes finicky because you're like well who's to say who's right and who's wrong yeah and who's, exactly right 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 and i get this that. Is like that talk we had about who lives on an island and yep. creates a whole thing, exactly you know? exactly exactly because at the end of the day, human beings are flawed. But mm-hmm. I feel like we've had such a bad track record in this country that I think it needs to be some type of like revolution to like shake shit up to to be maybe you know break it down to rebuild it in a more in a in a better way. I feel like so I think January sixth is bad because of the group of people that decided to do that. Um, I don't think it was a full revolution, in my in my honest opinion. Um, it as as far as what I've seen with revolutions, um, uh, think about the the storming of the Capitol by the Black Panthers. That shit was a revolution. Um, that was cats, not known by me. Wait, it was not known by me either. What you talking about, bro? When they stormed the cas- Capitol, they came to the Capitol and they were trying to like they had guns and all that shit, and they did it very uniformly. Uh, Black Panthers was was seriously uh, dope, and I think that was when Huey Newton got. Um, uh, that's when they set him up to to put him into Huey Lewis. Uh, Huey Newton, I think that's his name. Yeah, Huey yeah, Newton. Huey Newton. Um, 
Well, they they set him up to um, 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 have him on trial, and they, you know he started doing the whole um, "you're not going to incriminate me" type shit. Um, but they started for our of, listeners who might not know who that is. Yeah, leader of the Black Panther Party. Yeah, that's what I thought. So I just wanted to let the people in Germany know. One, Shout out Germany. One, one of the one of the leaders. Because um, it could be said that <laughs> there's more a, a yeah, than one. Yeah. yeah, a few different leaders. Um, but <laughs> the the January sixth shit. Um, it was just like it's not Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> right. Um, they. It seemed like they were let in. Like they didn't storm the shit. Like they yeah. were just let. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. Uh, oh, definitely, like, 9-11 inside job type thing. Right, right, it was, exactly. It cannot be that easy, especially when you got security guards there on video just, like, standing there, like, uh, oh, don't come any closer, and they're just walking right, right past them, like, mm-hmm. okay. Right, and in the background, Listen you're here, Coachella good guy. people. I know those people. They're the, the best people. Uh, <laughs> they're the best people. So, you know, I don't I don't feel like that was a, a, a revolution of, of any sort. I honestly think that was just a... Uh, Publicity stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Any, anything that's gonna be revolutionary like that, that's that's this was like a minor pebble. It's obviously a big event, but like yeah. you need to have something like twelve times bigger than that. Yeah, yeah. Inflict change. To really threaten the government. Um right. one of my favorite quotes is from uh V from Vendetta. He's like, um, the people should not be uh, scared of the government, the government should be scared of the people. Yeah. Um uh, because it's the people who give the government power. And if they would all stand up or rise and be uniform, and that's the problem that we have now, which is why we can't have those type of revolutions that are necessary to change and to affect change, is because we aren't on one accord. We're not on the same page. There's a lot of people who are like, I'm good with how things are right now, because oh, they sit at a level complacent. where they're not, they're not affected as much. Right. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Nobody are uncomfortable. N- exactly. Nobody. Nobody Please. cares enough about. <laughs> Thank you. So that's the, that's the actual word for them. Um, nobody's afraid or like wants to change anything until it hits home. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that's why the, you ever um, you ever heard the quote? The quote. There's a war. I don't know what's. It's in songs, and I think it's actually was said by a poet first. But there's a war going on outside. No man is safe from. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where the original quote comes from. I learned it from rap, but I know it goes back to way before that. Um, you can't Emily Dickinson. What? <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just say that it was her. Okay. Emily Dickinson. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Emily Dickinson. My favorite said, rapper. Emily Dickinson had once said that you know there's a war going on outside. <laughs> I'm gonna say from and but it's true because if like we can we can be and I'm a homebody like I don't even be like be out I don't like being outside because I don't like dealing with motherfuckers because they because they irritate me right and. But no matter what, if if the world starts burning outside, I'm not safe in my house. You're not safe in your house. You're not safe in your apartment. You're not safe in your condo. You know what I'm saying? Like, when the world actually starts changing, you have to be a part of that. There's no way around. Either you you learn to survive or be a part of the change or you don't and you die. It's like, and that's not a direct, you know. That could be a real death or like a metaphorical death, but either way, you have to be a part of the actual world changing. And so, if someone was to storm the Capitol and it was in an actual revolution to the point where it was, you know, hundreds of thousands of people or whatever the case may be, where they it, they actually could potentially succeed, we are all affected by that, you know, because then right. what what happens next? So we're not safe from, you know. All it takes is the, the the wrong or the right people to 
enact change. But then you get into this little, this massive gray area of what is good change and what is bad change. Because there are mm-hmm. some things that, mm-hmm. that you know, people... Well, it's like people arguing what's the right type of government, too. Yep, yep, exactly. And I also think you're kind of, like, I get what you're trying to say, but I don't think it's what the right people to do it. I think it's the right way to do or what to do, you know? Well, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, the original intent of the this prosody was not to point out the not pinpoint governments and them doing wrong or pol- politicians doing wrong, but more so to point out the immorality of the world and these world powers, be it Balenciaga or uh, famous actors, actresses, or whatever, doing wrong in plain sight and getting away with it, getting a slap on the wrist, and then doing more of it mm-hmm. later on, or you're just not hearing about it. It's the immoralities of the world that are, it's getting worse and worse and worse. And I mean, we can, it was and is stated in the Bible that that would happen. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a. The Bible one or the Bible two? The Bible one, because that's okay. the one where we're talking about uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. And we're getting back to that that, state of just implicit, illustrious nastiness in the world, just all types of adultery and raping, fornicating. There's nothing wrong that you can see. There's so much of it happening that you just start bypassing it. Like, oh yeah, Balenciaga is putting kids on, but these other people are selling kids in the Wayfair and this is happening with the kids and over here they're raping women and over here they're trafficking humans and over here they're doing stuff to animals and blah, blah. there's just so much crap that you just start losing focus of it because now it's just everywhere all the time. Yeah, you're getting yeah, just normal. to it. Yeah. 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 And then, right. yeah, but that's like what's going on in America or stuff, you know, but there's other countries where it's like worse stuff that's happening daily. Yeah. Yes. So not yeah. like it desensitizes them, but they're like probably crying in their basement because it's happening like down the street or in their homes and daily and yeah 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 we even the even the you know and i I like what you said ts about like the it's just like the immorality of the world because it's like did you guys know that there were like two or three so about two weeks ago there were like three mass shootings in california there's one with like with oh, I remember seeing other ones. Yep. I didn't know California. There's so, one in I thought Boston. Yep. And so the and then college. This, this past yep, this past yeah. week there were there was one in in Boston at a college, also in um Michigan State. Remember I sent that thing in the group yeah, chat that, that happened in Michigan. One happened in Michigan State. Like it's becoming the it's happening so much that it's becoming the norm. Like well, it used unfortunately to, the America's a joke for the school shooting thing, but also I saw something too where it's like other countries. Um, America looks at you how you look at Florida, and like that's not even a joke. That's like sad and true, you Damn. know. Damn. But also like we as a group NPC like you know don't like America. <laughs> for for the most part, yeah, we're kind of right. like anti. I, I think I think we are. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so, it's more I than for the most part. I really TSA. appreciate the country that I live in. <laughs> For sure, I would rather be in America than be in a lot of these other countries. Also, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing about it, though. It's like, it's like, man, this is this this episode. Uh, Can I say something? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So the what TS just brought up, all these people like, like us, you know, America sucks. We don't like America. This is blah blah. blah. And then there's the other people saying, 
then get out. It's like, okay, I don't want to leave America. I'm, I'm trying to say that. Or say, like, there's other countries. I know I'm not saying, like, you're those people, but, like, they're saying, like, you know, well, why are you here then? Or it's like, I'm not saying, well, I'd rather be here or this country's better or something like right. that. It's like, you, America can improve still. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, not like, like, it's not like just, per- like, what are you but talking it's, about? It's like, those people know? who don't have all their teeth, they'd be like, get out. Right. <laughs> and back Florida again. It's like, it's, see, here's the thing. When we talk about, when you say, like, I would rather be here than other countries, I also think that there's a lot of, like, propaganda behind, behind yeah. what we think about other countries. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you... There are a lot of people that come from Africa, and you know when they start talking about Africa, they're like, "Yeah, it's not like what y'all see." Like I've had conversations with people from Ghana and people from African countries. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not like that everywhere. It's like it's you know civilizing other shit. So, and vice versa, kind of because yep. um, a lot of what we think of ourselves, other countries don't think that same shit because yeah. uh, they get other information that we may not have uh, because yeah. it is the the protocol for those who are outside the country of the U.S. to really be focused in on what's going on in, in the U.S., more so than the people who live there, which is uh, inter- it's always been interesting to me. Uh, we don't take enough of a look into our own country yeah. until something bad happens yep. when that has been at the service level this whole time. It's just that one minor uh, exploitation or one minor exposure, then everybody's like, oh, shit, well, you know, no, 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 no. But, but it's been like this for the longest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, um, but I agree, TS, too. Like, and it's what Cody said as well, it's kind of like the, the, it's merging the, the, the points that you guys made. I don't think I would rather be in another country. Like like you said, TS, but I also think that this country has a lot of work to do and it should be it should be actively oh, doing yeah. that work. It should be actively, actively I, I'm working. Fucking getting out of here. I don't care what <laughs> He said, I'm getting <laughs> over Get out. Like <laughs> No, I got you. Just I because they can change doesn't mean they will change. Uh, I, abusive boyfriend that is USA. Right on what though? <laughs> hey, wait. I was just thinking about that as a relationship. <laughs> like you tell your partner, like, you have this, this, this as an issue. I need the, you to work on this kind of thing. It's like, well, why don't you find someone else? It's like I want you to improve though. Right, no. Get <laughs> your shit together, bitch. <laughs> So there's two quotes I just want to leave with y'all to kind of end this, which uh, I thought were interesting. Um, One was, the world will remain as brutal as our level of desensitization to its brutality. Damn. To which brutality? To its brutality. (laughs) How old is this quote? (laughs) They theirs, (laughs) brutality. And the other one is... uh, um, very interesting to me. It's shame on the misguided, the blinded, the distracted, and the divided. Shame. You have allowed deceptive men to corrupt and desensitize your hearts and minds to unethically fuel their greed. Damn. You know, I didn't want to interrupt McCoy before because I feel like I did that enough already, so sorry. Um, okay. But there's a quote that I was thinking about too, which is, and I'm just getting the gist of it, but if you see... An, un, an injustice act and you do not act on it to stop it, you are a part of that injustice act. You were also doing wrong. Yeah, that, um, that's a similar quote to uh, um, Boondock Saints. The, um, what did he say? The, was it, um, the ignorance of good men? Or um, yes. when good men ignore 
the goings on of evil. Um, good movie. That if you haven't seen the end uh, on the courthouse table. Um, I'm not sure. I know it's, it's it's the scene where the priest is talking, and he was like, uh, "I think the father has finally oh, got it." In the very beginning, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Yesterday, I just watched iRobot again. I've seen that like at least thirty times, and I feel like that's kind of revolutionary, but in a different light. Now I'm gonna have to rewatch Boondock Saints. That's such a classic. It's a great movie. <laughs> well, yeah, that's all for me, man. McCoy or TS, whoever. Actually, I'm gonna let this down for the week. TS, since you were a guest and you knew you were coming, I'm assuming you have something. Maybe. No. 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 Okay. Uh. Well. Letting fuck. this down like usual. Good fuck. job. <laughs> well, fuck, you're welcome. Uh, fucked up story of the week then. <laughs> um, Ant Man sucked. No, I'm just joking. That's not the fucked up story of the week. Um, I don't have a fucked up story of the week, or a fact this week actually. So I was kind of. Hey, you don't have Google. Was you can't give us no facts. Damn, <laughs> do you got Google? Damn, what the? <laughs> I know you got an Android. You have a Google built phone. Damn. Nigga, shit. Uh. All right, hold on one second. Cut this part out. This is not Nintendo Wii music. What the hell? What is this? Spectre Gadget? Nintendo B. Nintendo Wii Wii. Pee pee. Okay, so I don't have a fucked up story of the week, but I have a fun fact. I think Russ' segment was kind of a fucked up story of the week. America! Right, right. <laughs> we love you, maybe. Fucked up no, prospect of the week. <laughs> um, fun fact, some bears build nests in trees to sunbathe and rest. The gay guys are doing that? <laughs> <laughs> Close circles, circles. Read the quote again, or the, <laughs> the quote. Yeah, it's quoted by Bill Shakespeare. <laughs> Bill Lambier said, "My elbow, nigga." <laughs> to the top, looking ass. You gotta do that before we turn off. Um, some bears build nest in trees to sunbathe and rest, aka gay man. Oh, on title. Okay. And this has been. Oh, also, um, the middle finger has the fastest growing nail. Holy shit. All right. Huh. Well, <laughs> well, usually the hand or finger or appendage that is being used the most often. So if you're right-handed, your right hand nails grow faster. So maybe you're flipping people off a little too much. <laughs> and this has been episode 122. Or. Oh, not politically correct. Uh, I am Real McCoy, a.k.a. Mr. What It Do, a.k.a. Young Splash God. And I'm on Twitter at Real McCoy KPZ. Cody. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> TS and or Russell. So I had a question about the finger being used the most and that <laughs> fingernail being grown. So the people, that do, the people that do coke, do, does their coke fingernail grow the fastest? If you, uh, listen, if you've ever known niggas that do coke with a pinky, you will know that that pinky is long as a bitch. So it's I not because it grows faster. I think <laughs> they just cut all their nails except for that one. Also, also possible. Also possible. But I like I like to think that it's because they're snoring coke and it's like going growing fast. So I like yeah. I like that. So their nose fingernails, nose nails, those are growing fast. Nose nails. <laughs> yeah. You wonder if 
any of the other fingernails grew the fastest that they would use that finger instead of the pinky, but maybe the pinky's <laughs> the one that grows the fastest. That makes them feel fancy. It's like a goblet. <laughs> I think the pinky is easier to use. Never mind. Anyways, <laughs> Russell. <laughs> America. <laughs> Russell. <laughs> he, he left. I don't want to be a part of this shit. <laughs> this was fun. This was fun. Snorting ginseng. And <laughs> <laughs> ginseng. Sometimes when I get, get alone to myself, you know, I just take, a <laughs> bump, I take another bump and it rise into the top. That's yeah. his, uh, hey, look, a squirrel. <laughs> yeah, sun bears, they make nests in the trees and they sleep on these trees like orangutans. Yeah. Always <laughs> rising to the top. The nests do rise to the top of the trees for safety. Circle, circle. Oh, okay. And on that note, taste the rainbow. <laughs>